1: All right, welcome on in, welcome on back to Off the Edge with me, your host, Cam Jordan. This episode, we're going to talk about the obvious, how the Saints only put up 15 points against the Falcons. So then we're going to talk about the reaction to Carolina firing another head coach, two season two head coaches gone, that creates instability. Then of course, I want to talk with my guy, Jeffrey Simmons, defensive tackle. Tennessee Titans, Mont-Star, and maybe throw in a little, you know, something new, a little little spice, a little flavor, if you will, a little Q&A from the fans on my podcast, Off the Edge. Let's get into it. Saints lost 24-15. I left the game when it was 21-15. I'm Got rolled up on, body fell my way, pinned my whole like left leg down. I I tried to get back in the game, couldn't really plan off my foot. Frustrated, you know, when, when you see a team that you're supposed to beat nine times out of ten, get that ten. Atlanta Falcons came out, they had T.I. start performing, and I say start performing because they cut his mic, and so then they were just playing his music, and I think he was trying to introduce the team, but I'm not really sure. It was sort of, I'm not saying it was media- embarrassing for the the falcons but it sort of was saw tlc you know without lisa left eye of course but you had uh you had chili and t buzz trying to perform and they gave him like the last 20 seconds of their song after they brought out like you know little girls group they were dancing at dj booth and they didn't even do them justice i was like man these are legends here uh the only thing that went right for them i guess was was them Winning the game uh, by Jesse Bates, scored a touchdown. Here's Carr now, wants to throw, intercepted Jesse Bates. He's got green grass, 40, 50, 40, 30, 20, stride it out, Jesse. Touchdown Atlanta. He went like 95 or 96 yards, and I'm like, just get him down, put the defense on there, because at this point it was 3-0. Like, we, we need that, you know, we, we should have been up 10-0 completely different ball game would have made their quarterback be a quarterback instead of this dink and dunk that we faced. Uh, but it gets frustrating losing to a team that you're supposed to beat. you know, the, the only other highlight I could think of was probably Ludacris coming down and, and, and rap and get back, which was, you know, reminisce to my, was that maybe junior high for me when it came out, the fire song. And the first time probably since 2015, the Atlanta Falcons fans were actually rocking with them. Uh, That was probably as loud as they've ever been, and it still sounded like a Saints preseason game. Anyways, so let's get beyond them. We have, uh, you know, we've we've got the Detroit Lions coming up, which, you know, their head coach was a former tight ends coach for us, so we know Dan Campbell quite well. Um, we got to be able to focus in and try and hone in on what Jameer Gibbs, you know, David Montgomery, Amon St. Brown, I'm on Raw, St. Brown. I almost disrespected him. Um, What they bring to the table, and of course, you got to be aware of uh, of Jared Goff and the way he's led his team to their record now. So we've got things we got to do. We got things we got to take care of. Now talking about you know uh, head coach, head coaches that we know, head coaches that we don't. You know, the Carolina goes through it again, ends up firing their head coach to the weekend after Thanksgiving. Black Friday. No, all these coaches must go. Um, is what Carolina has just put out there, uh, which means you know they're going to stick by their guy Bryce Young and, and try and build around him as their number one overall pick from this past year's draft. Which makes sense. I think there's a lot of potential with that kid when he's you know the, the time we've already faced him and I, I thought there was a lot of positives to him. Now clearly he hasn't had the fast start like CJ CJ Stroud has over the Texans, but CJ Stroud has a lot of weapons. You know, not saying you can't name a reppin' over at Carolina, but if it's not Bryce Young you're talking about, the only other one would, on offense would be Adam Thielen. So, you know, they're, they're trying to get right over there. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thankful that I don't have to worry about a midseason head coach change so, so far in my career to date anyways. So let's go ahead and move on. I really want to do something interesting here is bring in these fan questions. Uh, about a week ago, sent out a little, little post on, on my IG story. And was like, hey, any questions that you guys want to talk about while I'm on the on the pod? Let's let's talk about it. All right, so let's get into these questions. You know, I'm gonna start off light and then go heavy. I'm gonna answer four or five, six questions. Whatever I got in the next, you know, five, six minutes or so. At Sean Ray's 87, you asked me what my favorite snack is. And it just depends on the day. More times than not, I'm looking for a bag of like chips, like the kettle, kettle cooked potato chips. Big on potatoes, love a good potato chip, salt sure preferably uh barbecue and jalapeno like two different bags you mix them in there fire combination combination um let's go on to uh oh at chief olave i see what you did there what made you fall in love with new orleans if it wasn't the food then it was the people and if it wasn't the people then it was just the ability to be drafted by the new orleans saints and doing so i met one of my best friends you know mark ingram Uh, Same draft class, 2011, holding it down. Um, And everything about New Orleans has been phenomenal. You know, uh, met the wife down here in New Orleans. uh, Created four beautiful kids down here in New Orleans. All right, let's go on beyond that. You know, I think, uh, oh, this could be fun. At Pascal underscore Mayala, Maya LA underscore 15. Your top five greatest D-line of all time now. I'm gonna say John Randall, top tier. I'm gonna say Aaron Donald, up there, up there. I, I mean, I'm probably like you know, I was born in Minnesota, so I'm, I, I'm gonna fight for like a Keith Millard or you know whatever that is. Um, maybe he's rounding out five. I don't have him in what, whatever order. But then the next two though, this is where it gets interesting. I think J.J. Watt is gonna. It should have been one of the best labeled as D-tackle, so he could be the best D-tackle of all time. I mean, what he's done and the interior pressures that he creates, yeah, he gets out on the edge, but his ability to cross gaps and create mismatches on a on a guard were disgusting for hundred and a half sacks, going for two seasons worth of 20, 20 pieces. There was a stretch of like three or four years where he had like 50 sacks altogether. I mean, J.J. Watt was a pure animal. And then, of course, uh, you're going to say Reggie White. Yes, the Minister of Defense was, uh, was murdering cats on the edge. But he was really a detackle tackle because when you switched him inside, he was unstoppable. So, you know, if, if I don't know where the, that's my top five right now, you know, like top five, top five. And it's probably going to have to take Keith Mollard out to then insert Chris Jones-ish. Maybe one of my guys coming up on the podcast because, you know, a couple more years together and it could be looking quite different. You know, there's there's some monsters in the middle. You salute to those guys. Let's let's get on to the next question. At Cat A Dog, do you think Elante Taylor could be top 10 within two to three seasons? He, with his hunger and passion, I don't know if it's going to take two or three seasons. You know, I think that he wants to get better, and he is getting better each and every game. So, top 10? If not next season, sure. Two seasons. I don't know about three. Three, like, he's not a project. He's ready. He's been prying already since he got in. I got a lot of respect for Alante. So I'm I'm expecting the greatest of biggest of things, um, you know, as we edge out this season as well as heading into next season. So the next question would be oh, at staytrue.s, what's one Falcon past or present you would love to have on the Saints playing right now? None of them. If I had to go with one, it's going to be an obvious answer here. Draft class 2011. You know, they call you the Turbo Jets, whatever it was. 50-50 ball was really a 90-10. His name is Julio Jones. You know, uh, when this man came to the league, he took the league by storm, ran like a 4-3 with a broken foot, came in, and, I mean, his 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 yards are just impressive. Anytime he touched the field, you were nervous. You know, it used to be Roddy white on one side, Julio Jones on the other, and then you had to worry about the, whatever, the myriad of whatever attacks that is, right, that Atlanta had. But you were really concerned about the Julio Jones. So then I'm going to go ahead and and at the Shazman9999. How much do you miss sacking Matt Ryan? I mean, come on, man. We had chances. We had chances to be even more special than we already had a special connection of. 23 sacks and 24 games playing against each other It's not bad. Then you think about, you know, just the good times. I miss him a lot. Heck, I saw him on the sidelines and I had to get one last time for the one last time. Next time I'll give him a proper handshake. You know, he's a good guy. Great man. You know, former NFL MVP. Anyways, that's probably all the positives I have to say about Atlanta Falcon. That's back to back. The next question, maybe the last question because this one's going to hurt. At Owen underscore Oliphant, do you think the Saints would have won the Super Bowl in 2018 if they called P.I.? I think the Saints would have won if they called, you know, P.I., what? The hit on Drew Brees. I mean, just do the right thing. You had you had multiple calls that were infractions that play. If you just want to go ahead and be a great, you know, person at your job, ref, go ahead, throw the flag on one of two serious implications there. Anyways, these are apparently just gripes all keep on carrying. Just is what it is. Yeah, that 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 puts a dampet on the mood, and I knew it was going to. All right. So at this point, you know, I just want to just say when we come back from this break, I'm gonna bring in my guy, Jeffrey Simmons, D tackle Tennessee Titans. Stay tuned. I appreciate you tapping in with me, you know, on my podcast, off the edge. Uh, you know, it's not just about DNs, it's about the the interior push, it's about it's about the game, really. It's just about those, you know. Off the edge, off the edge of your seat type questions. I appreciate my guy, Jeffrey Simmons, Big Jeff, El Jefe, if you will, coming through on the pod. You know, just a, a multiple time pro bowler, couple of times been a second team all pro. And I just want to get into that. Like, you know, everything that you do bro, is just a testament to the work you put in. I saw you this offseason. You know what I'm saying? You was you fresh off the surgery. We was talking about pass rushing. And then you've already five and a half sacks in with six games left. Just going just going federal, what do you give thanks to for just how you've been so impressive the last couple of years?
2: Um, first off, man, honestly, it just with me personally, you know, um, especially in the offseason, you know, um, I go out to Dallas, you know, I have a, I had an uncle who played in the NFL for 10 years, um Jason Hatcher. Um, a lot of um uh, older guys know him who, you know, played against him, um or played with him. Um, but you know, a lot of the stuff I do in the off season, you know, I do it with him, um, do a lot of my training with him and, you know, and throughout the year, you know, um, even during the games, you know, I maybe add an air now and then go to my locker and, and I just know I have a text message from him, you know, keep your feet moving, you know, stay on the ground or whatever it may be, especially here in Tennessee, man, having a coach like um, Brable and, you know, coach T, big T will, you know, just to, try to keep um, emphasizing on my technique. Um, that's, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot that um, a lot of things that have to do with me, you know, not winning sometime it's because of me, you know, even when I'm getting double teamed, you know, and I remember you, I remember going back to the um, Von Miller thing uh, where you say they just in a way and, and that's, you know, a lot of people took that the wrong way, but it's true because, you know, when when we get when we not winning our reps it's stuff that we doing stopping our feet, you know, not using our hands, maybe missing a swipe. Because honestly, man, like my coach said to me all the time, you know, you you once your technique good, you using your hands, your feet don't stop. Who can block you in this league? So, man, just the, um, testing it to them guys, like and especially in our building each and every day, reminding me of my technique, and you know, just try to keep 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 it going, man. Try to be more consistent. Consistent with it, um, especially with my technique. So, other than that, man, I'm just you know just trying to get where you at, man. Um, <laughs> 100 sacks. I'm, that's that's the goal for me, man. Um, you know, still early in my career for sure, but you know that's especially coming from an interior guy. You know that that's a goal, um, especially just watching great guy like you, man. Just still after um, old head in this lead is still getting after after the quarterback. So,
1: you heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's it's impressive what you're doing, bro. You know, you talk about that, but that's what led to you signing that bag this offseason. You know, we talked about it. And next thing I know, you know, you you signed through 2024. You know, you clearly there's a reason why it's not just about dollars. There's a reason why you believe in Titans right the ship and going ahead and believing in not only yourself, but the team to have success in the long run. What, what makes you think that they will be Super Bowl contenders soon? Man,
2: we I think the culture, um, you know, it started with our head coach, Coach Rabel. Um, I don't know if you really know him as as um, as much as I do as I, I, I know him right now. But, man, I just – I believe in what he preaching. I believe in what they're trying to build around here. Um, just that, you know, from when I first got here in Tennessee, man, like, I just – I knew this is, a, this is a winning, like, culture. Like, what he's trying to preach. And, you know, of course, like, these last two years, like – You know, you call it what it is, you know, we haven't been doing, we haven't been playing our best football. Um, And and when you, when you turn on that tape and I know, and I know you you say the same thing. Like when you turn on that tape and you like, I I get this team is pretty good, but that's no way they should have beat us. Um, You know, and and when you turn on that tape and you just constantly keep being yourself, you know, of course it looked bad on the outside. um, Every
1: time. So, because so there's like, talk- there's like, there's in a game, there's two or three plays you could really most pinpoint definitely. like, bro, if we had these two plays back, <laughs> most definitely. we're talking about a different story.
2: Most definitely. And and that, and that's the, that's the pretty much, that's some of our season so far, man. Like if we'd be like here, play here, like play here. And then it's like, every play is someone new. Like maybe on front end, maybe on the linebackers on one to to play or the DB, like it just, you know, and I, and I just honestly feel, man, that, that, you know, him and uh, Vrabel and Rand, they're going to keep building, you know, this team to where and get it back to where it was at when I first got here. You know, my first year, you know, I think, last, yeah, last year was my first year since I've been in the league. This is my fifth year now. So my fourth year uh, into the league was my first time not making a playoff. You know, and, and I and I honestly believe that, um, you know, eventually we'll, we'll get back to that. You know, who says that we can't this year? You know, we – of course, we four and seven right now, and, and you look at the record, and you'd be like, "That's no we no way we're gonna make the playoff." But I you know, honestly, we only played two the two of our division games with um, well, we got the coast this weekend, and we haven't even played the Texans yet. We got to play them twice, and also got the Jacksonville Jacksonville one more time. So, man, our division is still in front of us, and everything that we want is still in front of us. And I, you know, I believe in this team, and I believe in you know, the upstairs um, um, the pieces that um, put us together to come um, continue to have, you know, create them pieces around us to make us a uh, contender for sure.
1: No doubt. Six games left, bro. You can rattle off them wins and really be sitting at either, like, bro, go crazy, be sitting at 10 and 7. Nobody's talking Most about exactly. it. Finish 9 and 8. You can still have a chance at playoffs. Most I mean, exactly. you know, with you, bro, let's let's just talk about, you know, even beyond the 4 and 7, right? You scored a tutty last week. I saw the gritty. I was like, not last week. I guess it was that week 11, you know, it was my, my, my bye week. I'm just sitting on the couch watching TV and I see big man in the, in the flat, you know what I'm saying? With, with the, with the score and holding on to the ball. Like you didn't fumble it. Like you knew what you was doing. And then you hit a gritty. We, we're not going to talk about the gritty. I just want to talk to, about. A, yeah. Yeah. You and Mike. do about you know, the
2: gritty. That the gritty just was, you know, it's, right. it, it wasn't the things. kind of, it reminded me of the, the guy from the, um, member from Miami, is is Giuseppe? Yeah, um, Mike I'm Gisecki, with the like, Patriots now. So, but it reminded me of him. Like, you know, you can't. I can't do it gritty, but I'ma still do it just to, you know, put it out
1: there. <laughs> put it out there. Stick stick to the stick to the waist up shot, please. Most <laughs> you, definitely. You know, you know, I was on. Yeah, I, But you didn't drop that thing though. Like you know, what I'm saying oh, it was definitely. it was one to the flat. You knew what you was on.
2: Hey, hey, I knew. I knew. Um, earlier that week, they was like, you know. Well, I'm gonna say the last couple of weeks, you know, I've been getting in the offense, you know, going block, and it just so happened that there was like I had three plays up. I had a short yardage, I had that play, and then I had that blocking play early in that game where I went and kicked out the end. But man, it was like when I was I was I was waiting on the ball, like it literally felt like I, the ball was in the air for so long. It's like my hand was just I got a steel shot of my hand, just I'm holding my hands up like. Is this ball going to ever get to me? But, man, it, I haven't caught a touchdown since uh, my senior year of high school. So, I was like, this one right here, I got to catch it. I got to this one. I Got to remember for the rest of my life. Uh, my first one in the NFL. So, and uh, 23, actually, you know, I thought he got under, my, under me pretty good and kind of popped me. So, I, I was like, hold on to this ball and make sure That's I got I'm him. That's am saying. The strip, bring, bring, the,
1: <laughs> bring the cash home. Yeah, I'm, okay, in,
2: there. Nah, I'm in it, in it there. felt good, though, man. Big man. You know that's a big man dream, especially in this league, being able to score a touchdown. So that's most definitely felt good.
1: Yes, sir. I, man, I saw that and I was like, I was like, nah, nah. We got to talk about it. I love it. Nah, that, I love it. one that, of these nah,
2: days. It, it felt good, man. Even you know, even though I told um, my one of my coach, I was like, I was messing with my D line coach. I said, he was like, um, I don't think you scored. I said, I did score, but listen, I wish it could have been another game where we was winning. We was, right. we was getting beat by like what? Well, I forgot what the score was at the time, but I, I was like, <laughs> you game
1: know game what? Six game games. When, game game when,
2: game game. when, when I got on the bus, I was like, you know what? We lost, but that's that's a moment that you I never know it may not happen ever again. So I'm gonna for cherish sure. that moment. And you know, like I said, it, it felt good put getting in the zone.
1: For sure, bro. Because I've definitely had that play in in our uh, our goal our red zone <laughs> whatever for our team, and we ran that that thing for like. 75 times over like two or three weeks. And I was like, it's going to be my time. And they never called my numbers. So I'm glad they called yours. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. Living for the both of us. Because I'm clearly never going to get that again. It's fine. It's fine. Bro, it's more than just defense with you. You're clearly on the side. But the the second all pros, the sacks, everything that comes through, the, the amount of work you put in. It feels like you play the run as well. Like, we played you early, like, the first game of the year. We knew, like, we had a, you know, game plan for you. How much do you pride yourself on, you know, being an all-around D-tackle? You know, it's not just about sacks. It's it's about the run, too. It's an all-around game.
2: Most definitely. And first, I'm going to go back to that Saints game. I don't know what y'all had against me that game. Y'all had y'all running backs chipping me inside out. Like, it's a play where we call an interception. And every time I see that play, I just, I get mad all over Cause Jamal Williams literally like, I I had a sore reels for like two weeks. <laughs> but but you nah, he gonna be
1: man, excited but, to hear that.
2: <laughs> oh oh, I told him after the game. I, he was like, "Man, I was just doing my job, man. Like, you hell of a player, I was just doing my job." I'm like, "Yeah, that 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 pretty, that hurt pretty bad, you know." That, that one but, got me. <laughs> but nah, man, you you know with, with me, man, when I when I touch the field, man, like run down, pass down, you know, running to the ball, getting out the stat, that's what I live for. Um you know, because it's, it's ways I want to try to separate myself from other defensive tackles in this league. You know, when I watch film, you know, I was like, okay, he can rush the passer. He can stop the run. You know, what can really separate me from all these other good defensive tackles in the league, which is a lot of them, you know, even in my class, when I talk about um, like running to the ball. Now I want to be around the ball. You know, you, you get a lot of deep tackles, maybe going five yards, but you know, you turn on the field and you see me trying to chase down a screen, 30 yards down the field. That's why I say, OK, this is where I can separate myself from guys, you know, and not just getting sacks. Because, I mean, we all want sacks, but at the end of the day, um, I, I tell the media all the time, I think sometimes sacks can get overrated. If you, uh, if, you, if you will, like, you know, because yeah. it's it's way more game to, I mean, way it's way more ways to affect the game um, than get sacks maybe maybe I could set the edge as a three technique. I, I'm sure that, that my outside linebacker would love that, you know, so they could play off me. Or, you know, maybe the linebackers um, just could run through and make the tackle one. if I set the edge as a three technique. So, man, I, I, I take pride in just the way I play the game. I play with a lot of passion. A lot of people say I talk a lot of smack, which I does. I, I talk a lot. But at the end of the day, like – Hey, don't turn no, me down. Turn me up. No, most definitely, bro. Like – I mean, and I tell some, I tell people like some people take it, you know, off the field and and take it to heart. But at the end of the day, man, I, I'm just out there trying to feed my family. I'm out there, you know, this is what I love to do. Like I love the game of football, and each time I step on the field, it just release, um, you know, I release that energy, and you know, that's the way I play the game of football, man. Like I, I play hard, you know. I, I say maybe not just sacks uh, all the time, like like right now. I wish I could have way more sacks, but. You right, know, and just that just not happening right now. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said, I, I still feel like I'm being a dominant force on the field and you know team understand that and team know that that you know you better not single block me. Um no doubt. <laughs> then, you gonna um, pay. You better you, you better have that running
1: that, back so. chip inside out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Most definitely. But man, I you know, when when you watch the game, when you've been you, you appreciate the game so much and like I said, guys like watching guys like you who still, you know, running out the stack and you know, chasing it, chasing the ball from backside. You know that that will make me appreciate the game even more, and that will make me play the game even harder, man. So I appreciate you for sure.
1: Oh my God! Look, hey, hey, coach from uh from the Jets. You know, Robert Salah said, uh, you know, sacks are an overrated stat. You gotta look at you gotta look at the the entire situation. You just alluded to just that, man. I think, oh, bro, the the show you put on this past weekend. You look at that stat line, bro. It's tackles, it's TFLs, it's pressures, it's sacks. You know, like, that, that complete game really showed up for you. How do you feel about, like, knowing y'all really sort of put the finisher on the head coach over there at Carolina, bro? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. you 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 talk about it, but, like, right after y'all got done with them, they fired their head coach, Frank Reich, out of there.
2: That is true, man. I, I played against uh, Coach Frank um, when he was with the coach, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like the same thing happened to him when he was the coach. Uh, I kind of feel sorry for him, man. Um, you know, cause I, when I was coming out of the draft, uh, I remember, you know, he was the guy, him and, um, the owner for the coast, uh, this is Jim. He was like, you are a guy, um, uh, you know, we come to get you. If you're not drafted, uh, t- I think it was, they had a, um, a 20th pick, 26th pick. It was uh-huh. like my year. And he was like, we come to get you. Like you are a guy. Now, I remember when I, um, I got picked by the Titan, they traded out the first round. So I had a good relationship with them. Uh, so you knew draft. they was coming
1: to get you. They're like, "Oh, our guy yeah, is there." No,
2: they were. They like they reminded me, like up until the draft, like you are a guy. But I ended up getting picked by Tennessee, which mm. you know I, I love it here. But um,
1: top twenty money, stop playing.
2: Most definitely. <laughs> but nah, man, it, it, it sucks. Um, but at the end of the day, man, we you know this game don't got no feelings in it. Uh, this game, man. no team. Like I said. Week three and seven, like, no team care about that. Like, at that point in time, you know, we now we're four and seven. You think the coach going to come here, you know, we they need to get a win? Like, nah. Every time you step on that field, you better think about it. This could be my last snap. This could be my last time coaching. So, you know, you better give your best forever but effort. But, you know, it sucks for him. It sucks for his family. But we all know this is a business.
1: Absolutely. At the end of the day, it's a business. And you get reminded every day, especially on a losing season, that, that revolving door get crazy guys oh, like yeah. the, the practice squad yeah. starts going real quick like you know oh, the, the back guys that you know that you start signing people just like things that don't <laughs> don't make sense you're like everybody healthy on yeah. D line you sign like two extra d tackles Do another d you you like looking like all uh, what's right what's going on what's about yeah. to happen is it me yeah and that's what i'm saying that, that <laughs> it creates instability and that's like you know that that's counterintuitive of, of of you know winning sometimes. Most definitely. But and with the Titans, you guys got you guys got some guys. I mean, you got Will Levis, how much faith do you have in him going forward? Yeah, I, I mean, like he's I, he's spun some I, things. I like I like the way he spins that rock. I
2: like I like Will, man. Like, um, I, I I honestly feel like he he our guy. Um, you know, just the even before the game, man, like most of the time, you know, I break it down on the field, I break it down in the locker room right before we go back on the field. And and then someone just told me. I said, "Will, break it down." And this is like that. Is that is like two minute speech he gave right before the game. I knew like we're gonna be real special. Just his leadership, you know, the, the, his will to want to win, and you know, you could tell even at practice, man, like he have it. And and I would, I just remember doing count. and I remember like I ne- I never you know when, when you when you really you pay attention to quarterbacks. You know, um, during practice, you know, during the game, we just trying to sack them. But when right. you're on your team, you you try to see, like, all right, this, this is the leader. This is who's going to lead our offense. And, you know, when you see a quarterback like Will, man, just it's crazy how he released the ball. And it's kind of just, it's, it's kind of wild me because sometimes, because I'm like, he got a quick release and this and that. Like, you know, but overall, man, like, you know, I'm, I'm excited for our future with Will, um, even the rest of this season you know I, I think um once our offense you know completely get back rolling you know last week we had a lot of sparks we they showed a lot that um we have a lot of talent on the offensive side so you know once we get back rolling and uh stay on that set of train man i think um we will lead that offense to great things and lead our team to great things um cuz like i said we, with all defense man like you know we we can have his back um uh, we we got some good guys up front you know so I think one, once once we could, uh continue nice. to score points and, you know, continue to get out of the field and get well the ball, um, you know, great things can happen for us.
1: No doubt. And all he got to do is turn around and hand that thing off to D. Henry now. Stop playing.
2: That's Bro, my point. You know, I got, hey. that's why I said we got some skilled guys and, you know, Darry Henry, then you got D. Hop on the outside. So, right, you know, I, I, I'm excited for for us, man.
1: Uh, you, in practice, you, you even during training camp, you ain't really get to tag D Hop. What's it feel like tackling Derrick Henry at, at, like during training camp, during practice, like going after, knowing that you're going up against one of the stronger runners in the game?
2: Most definitely. You, you know, we don't, we really never just take get guys to the like ground, that. but yeah, I, trust me, when that's probably if in I'm, his favor. It if, if, if I'm like if I see Derrick coming through that B gap, or if I'm in an A gap. I'm not going to like. That's no reason for me to like. You know, squibber up. Like, I'm I'm going to put my pads down, put my head up, and square him up because I, I didn't see him. Like, I didn't see him run over like D linemen and linebackers. Like, they try to meet, square him up in that hole, and they tensed up, and it, it's it's not it's not good for him. So, man, but you, it's crazy though, uh, Cam. Like, when you I'm, I'm sure you didn't play with a lot of great teammates and guys who really worked for it. I I, I don't know no one. I worked there here, man. Like his, his time he put into the, uh, the game of football is crazy. Um, In the off season, you know, we both, I trained in Dallas with him and he'd be telling me come run them dang heels. I'm like, Derek, I don't know about that, man. I
1: don't. Hey, y'all got, got heels in Dallas? Yeah, it's you ain't never seen the hill that he runs. No, nah, look, 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 I've seen it. I didn't know he was in Dallas like that. Look, I'm yeah, I go sometimes to Florida, go find them, them big old rolling nah. rolling hills, them Everglades joints, California. I don't know that, nothing about that, Dallas it, Hills.
2: The, the, the hill he runs is in Dallas. I, and now I'm like he was I'm like texting this out. Just know He's, I'm texting. I work text. out I work out early in the morning, then I work out, and then I go back. I'm like, Derek, like I get it. <laughs> I get it dog like everybody got their own routine but man but nah man even even during the season camp like I was in the building yesterday and I'm sure like today like Derek is always in that building he is in the weight room and you know he, he's in the um, training room It's just uh, the amount that he he put into the game and like it shows on Sundays and he continues to um, produce for us so you know it, it's good to have him as a teammate.
1: No doubt two K D H stop playing. Most definitely. Oh, all right. The last six games, what what, what else do you look forward to? Bro, like six games left. How does your team capitalize? How do you capitalize?
2: Well, I mean, six what, games,
1: you could you could really rattle off these things now. How do we get most
2: there? most definitely, man? And and the good thing about it, um, you know, our last six games, we of course like we played the coach this weekend, which you know, a run first team. And, you know, the first time we played the coach this year, it wasn't good. They right. they, they, they they ran the ball pretty good on us, so that's gonna be the main key this week to stop the run. But um, we play a lot of teams who throw the ball um, the rest of the season. You know, we got the Dolphins. That's a Monday night game, and we got the Texans who've been throwing the ball pretty good. So it's really that that will to um, that want to get to the quarterback. At the end of the day, you got to win your matchup and be able to win your one on ones, and you know. We're going to see, as I'm, um, is um the team going to give me an opportunity to give me some one-on-ones at and, and so, the back end of the season. The answer is no.
1: The answer is no. Come <laughs> hey. on, man. El hey. Hende, hey, they, 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 they paying all these people, all these guards, all this money, man. Like, you and yet, a- and yet offensive linemen still be trying to, like, guard slide with tackles and hit the D like, What are you doing? Like, get help you from play- the center.
2: Cam, I, I, we playing the Panthers last week. I'm like... I have a DN right here, an outside linebacker who wide, and you telling me you still this taco's still dragging on the three? Like, what are you doing? Get outside! Get out like,
1: of there! Go! Like, get out of
2: there! But but now nah, I'm I'm looking forward to the back end of this season. I, I, like I said, like I, I this team, man, we we want to win, and you know just the message we've been receiving, you know, each and every, each and every week, you know, get back to the basic. You're not trying to create new things, especially later in the season. You know, just 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 let's get back to winning. And um, like I said, winning take care of everything, the 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 fun, the energy in the building. So I'm excited for that, man. I, I'm looking forward to us just trying to uh stack the wins and you know, especially like I said, back to the to the personal side of me, you know, my my goal is to finish double digit. You know, I'm sitting at I think like five and a half right now and right, you know, that that's my goal. So I I wanna get them double digit sacks uh in the regular season. Which I haven't got in my career yet, so I'm looking forward to the back end of the season and getting them sacks,
1: man. It's time to go get it, bro. I got <laughs> Most I, definitely. I just want to know that, like, have like we talk about, you know, the extension, the, the your goals. Are you are you saving? Are you saving? You know that, that that big purchase for after you hit this double digit sack, or like, have you bought anything? You know, rare yet? Have you have you gone into that? Ooh, I need it yeah. yet.
2: No, man, I, re- I really haven't just purchased. Um, you know, when I first got my deal, you know, my, 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 uh, gold truck was always the culling, which I end up getting, um, you know, I, I always wanted that, but uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> most definitely, but it, it's having, I haven't really just got to that point where like, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, um, the trip to Dubai, um, after I get them 10 sacks out of the season, Yo. Gonna be, I'm going to go ahead and book that. So outside of that, that's going to probably be the gift to myself. Um,
1: Big sheet
2: status, most definitely, <laughs> most definitely. But man, but man, I, I, that's that's something I want. I, I want to get to them sacks, and you know, like I said, if it, if it don't happen, you know, I I appreciate the game so much, and you know that what I, what it have done for me, just you know, especially um the last five years, and just being able to each each and every year to you know see how much I have grown as a player, and like I said, hopefully I get to them ten sacks, but you know I'm sure these team know um that I'm coming, they're not going to just leave me one-on-one. So, like I said, you never know. Like, you just got to, like, I'm sure you hit all the time. You just can't miss that opportunity when it do, when it do happen. <laughs>
1: Man, who you telling, bro, I've had two sacks this year taken away by penalties. Like, I didn't I split I done split two sacks. The sack didn't, I, 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 I hit a quarterback first and they still gave my sack to another player. I said, shh, I'm supposed to be that sitting had, at that, six. That,
2: that happened to me. That happened to me. And Bruh. also, this past game, one of my, like, twice happened twice, literally happened twice. Um my boy DeNico, which he had two this past game, um, which man, he he don't get that, he don't get the respect he he deserved, man. Danico Alter, like killer player and but he had he had the quarter the Bryce wrapped up and he missed him. And I came in, wrapped him up, missed him. <laughs> twice. So that I should should have had three uh-huh. sacks this past game, man. Like on uh-huh. on just on them plays, man. Like that's that's a Mr. that's, a, so that's
1: so. an in-house fine. <laughs> hey, anytime you any anytime you miss a sack and on and on line, bro, we charge it to the game and we we like oh, yeah. we gotta pay a toll. It goes towards our D line trip at the end of the year. But like you ha- like you miss a sack, that's you that's a, oh. M-O-B-P, a missed opportunity, a big play. You gotta get it. You gotta get it. Definitely. Like you gotta get it back. I learn new things. Like this is why I, I love talking about my, my my friends across the league, bro. Because you learn new things about your t- y- y- your boys. I get to see you in the offseason season over at Von Miller's rush camp. Password Summit, uh, whatever it transforms into, bro. I appreciate I appreciate you just showing up and talking and just vibing off of, uh, you know, soon-to-be legends of the game. But, you know, I also learned, like, you know, I thought, you know, coming out of high school, you knew you were the uh, number two ranked strong side defensive end. Do you re- recall who the number one defensive end was when you come um, out of high school?
2: Was it Rashawn Gary at the time?
1: 2015 Nick Bosa.
2: Oh, oh yeah. See, listen, I I wasn't into all that coming out of college. I mean, high school. I I, I just knew about the Mississippi rankings. I mm. didn't keep up with the with the you know with the nationwide rankings like that. But okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, but I, you knew I, you knew Rashawn was in that class though. Like, I knew. Was...
2: Nah, I knew for sure. The only reason why I knew Rashawn was in it because I remember us on the official visit. No, it was a visit to Ole Miss at the time. We was mm. both at Old Miss at the um, same time one weekend. So. Oh.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at this 2015 high school class it was crazy. You, Nick Boza, uh Rashawn Gary, Dexter Lawrence, Quentin Williams, mm-hmm. Ed Oliver, Brian Burns, Justin Matabuki, Derek Brown, Lord Jesus fire.
2: Yeah, that and that's that colleges,
1: colleges across <laughs> the nation was like, we need them.
2: <laughs> Most definitely. I, bro, that that was a crazy class. Even just being at the US Army game with yeah. all them guys like Derek Brown in them. I was like, Yeah. If y'all, if we all could just go to college together. That'd be crazy,
1: bro. Y'all could have created a dream team. Hey, you should look at you. Should've, you should look at Derrick Brown been, been big DB. But like, bro, we got to change a program. Bro, you, you, you and know, him could took over.
2: You know what's crazy? He was so close to coming to Mississippi State. His his grandma is a Mississippi State. Like her whole, what I was told, like her whole living room decorated with Mississippi State. Like
1: you should have, we should have leaned in the ground.
2: You <laughs> can't let him go to, to Auburn. Auburn.
1: You can't let you you stick to man. SEC. And he go Auburn, and you you right there. I don't man, know. Or you should have gone to Auburn. Either way, y'all should y'all should have joined up and been like, look, know, man. you're changing the program. Y'all could have been like the yeah. Georgia D tackles, bro. Like, oh, we don't change this. Uh, Would have been
2: that. Would have been crazy, <laughs> no.
1: That's even crazy thing. Anyways, I appreciate you, my boy, for tapping in. Everything that you do, bro, keep on being a living legend. That's crazy to think that you came in in that 2019 draft class, bro. Like, wow. (laughs) And now you you big paid. You know what I'm saying? Go get your first team all pro, bro. You deserve it.
2: Most definitely, man. I appreciate you. Much respect to you. Keep balling, man. Keep setting the example for us young boys, man.
1: Man, we got to. I get excited just to to see the future of where this league is going to be I mean I just got done talking to the Jeffrey Simmons I mean El Jefe. For, for you know for, I'm just saying he's from Louisiana I feel like there's a connection there but I've known my guy for for quite a while and it's just a blessing to be able to talk to somebody like him who come from you know come from Louisiana went to Mississippi state hit the league and sort of sort of feels like he's 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 the future you know but I appreciate you guys tapping in with me on this whole conversation, this whole journey, if you will, on my podcast, Off The Edge. Now, don't forget to tell your friend, tell your teammates, tell your cousins. Hey, tell tell people you care about, people you don't care about, the likes, the same. Mismos, go ahead, tap in. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio app, wherever it's to be found. You can always find us, because we're going to be scooching Off The Edge with me, Your host, Cam Jordan.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower,